Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. My favorite, it's Judd's Hockey Show. Oh, yeah. It's silly season. Reckless speculation time. Judd's Hockey Show. Judd, Declan, Jesse Pierce. And I want to get right to it because the National Hockey League draft is actually, it's weird. I think for the first time that I can recall, moved it to a Wednesday, Thursday of next week. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we are going to, I think the next week is going to be action-packed, filled with Speculation, reckless speculation, and some what turns out to be facts. But Declan Goff, you ran this past me this morning from Greg Wyshynski, Puck Daddy, ESPN.com, with a trade scenario, a trade idea between the Wild and Jets. So let's get right to it so we all can react. I believe, And isn't the artist formerly known as Puck Daddy? Because wasn't his Puck Daddy days at Yahoo? Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say, how many people remember the puck? Yeah. That was like my favorite go-to. Yeah, it's a it. great and it's a great name. It's a great moniker, Puck Daddy. Okay, so NHL ESPN.com has six NHL trades they want to see, and one of these is from Greg Wyshynski, as judges said there. So here's the trade between, by the way, two Central Division teams in the Wild and Winnipeg Jets. So the Wild would get Mark Shifley, center. Nice guy who scored a lot of goals, 41 last season, power play specialist, and a 2024 third-round pick. So they get Winnipeg's pick in next year's draft, plus Mark Shifley. You get your number one center. That would solve a need. Giving up, the Wild would give up Carson Lambos, a highly regarded, I don't know if highly regarded is the right word, a, a nice defenseman, defensive prospect who, by the way, is a Winnipeg native, a 2023 first-round pick, so the Wilds' first round pick in this year's draft, which is the 21st overall selection, and a 2024 second round pick. So they'd give up next year's second round pick, and they'd give up Frederick Goudreau. So to recap that, the Wild get Mark Shifley, a 2024 third, giving up uh, Carson Lambost, your 2023 first round pick this year, a 2024 second round pick next year, and Frederick Goudreau. That is the trade. Jesse? Hard pass. I have a no. Like, and as you continue to list what Winnipeg gets back, absolutely not. Mark Shifley, you don't know if he's cooked, right? He is 30 years old. I mean, Winnipeg is kind of a dumpster fire right now. So they're going to be tempting a lot of people with a lot of turnover. It sounds like Blake Wheeler might be bought out. In fact, Minnesota's own. Yes, I get it, you guys. Minnesota needs a number one center, and that sounds great. But Carson Lambos was a first-round pick for Minnesota, too, a couple years back. So not only that, you're giving up 
the high potential prospect there in a defenseman, which is another need. I know number one center is priority, but defensemen still are in need uh, for your Minnesota Wild. And then Freddie Goudreau, I know Dean would never allow that to happen. <laughs> Plus, you're talking. I'm first okay with that part of the deal. <laughs> I'm okay with the Freddie part. I'm not. I'm okay with that too. But your Bill Guerin is not going to give up his first round, especially in a draft this deep. We actually spoke with Judd Brackett earlier this morning, and and he was saying, you know, things are possible, but Bill Guerin is very covets his prospects, covets his draft picks. He holds on to those, and especially a first rounder for again an aging centerman. I just don't see it happening. Not to mention, let's toss in the salary cap situation too. I don't know that you're going to be able to figure out That's how a- to make that money work for Mike Sh- Mark Shifley. Excuse me. Yeah, the the money Actually, side is a little more complicated. Uh, I do this trade. I make this trade. <laughs> what you do. I make this trade. I absolutely make this trade. I get it. There is a lot going on here. You have your first round pick, your second round pick, a decent defensive prospect. I mean, if I'm splitting hairs here, yeah, I probably would like to either do a pick swap in the first round or do something similar where I'm not giving up a first and a second for a 30-year-old center. I get that the tag is a little higher there. Uh, This fills a need right away. Uh, He's a power play guy. You have a legit center for Kirill Kaprizov. I am in on making this trade. I think if the, if it came to me and if this is still indeed the offer, I pick up the uh, old red bat phone here in the Score North studio and I say yes to the Winnipeg Jets GM, who I have no idea uh, who it is off the top of my head. And I say, yeah, let's <laughs> Tim make a Shovel deal. Day. Let's make Tim a deal. Tim Shovel Day, right? Um, so I, I will break the tie by saying, uh, well, there's two things here that concern me. Number one, as a guy who despised a very recent wild locker room and the chemistry and the selfishness and the me first attitudes of guys who have been bought out or jettisoned to places like Pittsburgh. My first thing is I'm curious what's gone wrong here. Like the jets are dysfunctional. They are very dysfunctional and Shifley in some way, shape or form has played a role. I don't know if it's huge. I don't know if it's small, but I definitely have character questions now. I have them about Shifley. I actually, and I can't believe I'm saying this, have them about Wheeler far more than I used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole locker room blew up. And I want to know why, because I do not want to get another me first. You know, I am here. We're going to do this for me guy. But the reason why I pass on this trade is I think the timing's all wrong. Um, if this was the final piece to a puzzle where you were like, okay, this team can win a Stanley Cup. And they need a center to win the Stanley Cup. But honestly, you guys, the more I think about this, I don't even know it's a playoff team in 2023-24. I'm not positive of that. And the other thing is, I think you're going to have to bite the bullet a little bit, take some risk here, and tell Kaprizov, we're you know we're going to compete. We'll be as good as we can be, but I'm not. But we're not going to trade pieces um, to try to be good right now because I don't see a clear path right now. I just don't. The salary cap thing, I mean, look, it's not Fletcher's fault, but the lack of movement on the cap that basically I think started with COVID, the, the pandemic's incredible. Like, I mean, it doesn't move. It move. You know, they're excited. It moves by a million. Now, it is supposed to move more in the next few years as the wild comes out of cap hell. But I think if I was going to make this trade, I'd be more inclined to make it in a couple of years when I'm popping out of cap hell. Not now. Um, I am halfway tempted here to let this team sort of lie. And if they make the playoffs, they they do. 
Um, but I'm gearing everything up towards one thing or two things. One is the end of cap hell. Cause you could have some really good prospects up, but by then some of whom could be traded. And the other thing is to have a new coach in place for that. But then you're going the wrong way on the age spectrum scale here. You know, you're just, especially when you have these quote unquote, fantastic prospects yep. down there, they should be ready by then. You I don't agree. need a Mark Shifley at age 34 currently heading into next season too. I just took a peek. 6.125 salary cap hit okay. for Mark Shifley. So yeah, I think good, that's good your question. kind of, yeah, big no-go. Yeah, it, the prospect side too, though, Judd, like if, if they wait here and they and they waited out two more years with these buyouts and whatnot and these prospects at that point, like they have already graduated from the prospect class. So like they, they might just be not good players at that point either. So I, I feel like Shifley would give you a shot in the arm Maybe you're able to re-sign him to long-term. I know the salary cap implications here are the toughest part to figure out, but I, I that's right. why I think you end up making this trade. If I have a question. Pro- yeah. Dex, ahead. are you basing your want for Shifley on recency bias, the fact that he finally got 40 goals last season, or, like, what's the I – do, I just – I don't see it. Like, he's a very good player. Don't get me wrong. And, obviously, he's done some tremendous things mm-hmm. with Winnipeg. He's been in Winnipeg slash uh, forever, but I just – it doesn't – it doesn't. It's not as sexy to me as I feel like I want it to be. Yeah, I mean, the forty goals is definitely you know tantalizing. There, um, he's a power play specialist. I would just love a legit center. I think between Kaprizov too. And look, it should be Rossi, but it clearly isn't going to be right away. So if it's not going to be him, can you get an established guy who has scored forty goals and is a very good center? So I think that's probably what is enticing me to do so. My opinion of the prospect pool is this, though. Um, th- those guys should be maturing and should be – because they're going to struggle at first. O- ordinarily, they do. But when – you know, in a couple of years, those guys should be popping. And it, here's the problem, too, you guys. You've got to play them now. That's the other Dean thing. you got to play them as soon as possible. And if they all start to bust, like let's say it it doesn't work, then you're screwed anyway. So I just feel the timing of a Shifley move right now, right now is wrong. And if you're giving up a first round pick and basically another, you know, in in Lambos, another first round pick, I just feel like the price is too high for a team that's not there yet. Um, and so I think if this whole thing comes together the way that, that it should in, in a year or two, you should be really, really up that hill with your own players, with your prospects that you moved on from young guys. And look, we still don't know. I mean, if Rosie's a bust, that is a huge indictment. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, like we, we tend to write guys off and then it's like, okay, he didn't work out. Well, no, he's the ninth pick in the draft. Like that's not, I, I don't think him being a bust is just the uh, option of it's time to move on. And I got to see him play and I got to see all these guys play. And quite frankly, I got to see, Dean not repeat the same thing that we saw for how long it felt like in his last years with the Vikings Zimmer did, which is sort of despise the despise the rookies. For the record, I think James Shepard was also ninth overall pick <laughs> for the Minnesota Wild. Well, so- but that was a Risebrow <laughs> pick. That was a Doug Risebrow pick. I'm just saying, and I'm Doug Risebrow, night good enough guy, but my God, some of his draft picks were just <laughs> atrocious. 
yeah i i went through the other day just because i was curious like oh, oh let's take a peek yeah look at aj Thielen. Oh, oh he, he no, was way up there yeah there, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a lot second. judd and i did a whole expose i think on this during i've got the guide right here during mm-hmm. COVID. i think philip johansson is the most recent bust right because i think he's not anywhere even yeah and that was a bizarre one was, right like that was a that reach was. of reach yeah, was the, and that was a reach. that was a uh, fenton i believe yes that was a fenton power struggle there yeah, there, there's there's some uh, hilarious ones that Judd and I did a whole recap of worst picks uh, during the early stages of COVID, and we were looking for things to talk about. And yeah, there's some <laughs> bad ones there. I mean, Pouliot at least made an NHL career out of it, but that yeah. was even obviously a, oh, a bigger pick. Oh, God, bust. it was a terrible pick. It was a bad pick. <laughs> yeah. It was a bad and pick. And he was a lazy... He was, you know, it's like he played a couple hundred no, games. No, you're right. You know? You're right. Like, but I mean, their, their drafts will... Yes. My head will pop off. I'm just going back here to look at their drafts. Um... Because the Risebrow drafts are like incompetence personified. Yeah. It's incredible. And what's weird is, so like the first draft, his first two picks in 2000. So the third pick overall, Gabrick, great pick. The 33rd pick, Nick Schultz. And then in the first round, the next year at pick six, he takes Koivu, which is actually a a fine, fine pick. But after that, you know, um, by 2004, A.J. Thielen, was from Stillwater, right? Yes. Ben, Wap- I think did he? He never even played one game. No, in I don't NHL, think so. Did he? No, no. In fact, he got kicked out of school, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I think he got he he went to Michigan State, and I think he got kicked off the team. Nice. Pouliot was the fourth overall pick. James Shepard to to Jesse's point, two thousand six, the ninth pick, two thousand seven, yeah. pick sixteen, Colton Gillies. Oh, Colton Gillies. Oh, another. Yeah, twenty third pick in two thousand eight, Tyler Kuma. Oh, another bad one. They don't have three. another. 2009, they took um, Letty with the 16th pick. That was that the right pick. They traded him. Yeah, that was the right <laughs> pick. They screwed it. But the first, so so Riser's first um, first four first round picks were Gabrick, Koivu, Pierre Marc Bouchard, who okay. actually got fine. derailed by concussions. Not yeah. not a bad player. And Brent Burns at 20, which was a great pick. And after that, it's just a gong show. Mm. So thanks a lot, Jesse. All right, I have um, I have more reckless reckless trade ideas here. As long as Judd's put away the yearbook, and we can uh, we can get more get more into these trades here. <laughs> hey, how about this one too? Old school North Stars. There's a North Stars one. Love that. I'll give you some draft. I picks. apologize, Dex. I no, that's okay. Just, you know this. Unbeknownst. You you uh, yeah, you, you learn the Judd quirks of what you want to push, and also like, oh crap, if I go down that path, I know where it leads me. <laughs> Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Tailored to your schedule, customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little you need. You can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Factor is your solution for fast, premium meals without the need for cooking. Also discover more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up those springtime goals. Head to factormeals.com slash Judd50 and use code Judd50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Judd50 at factormeals.com. So, Jess, we got this one from a listener the other day, and I sent it to Judd, too. Uh, this is from Tyler, who sent this in via the Score North app. And if you guys want us to break down any of your reckless trades, hit us up through the Score North app. We'll gladly talk about it here in the uh, dead of the offseason for the Wild. He says, possible trade idea. 
possible trade idea. And by God, this is reckless. this is very reckless. But I want your opinion, Jess. If the Blackhawks came to you and wanted Kirill Kaprizov, would you trade him for the number one overall pick, Connor Bedard? Not sure it would take. Not sure if it would take more than just Kaprizov. I don't want to trade Kaprizov. He is by far the best player the Wild have ever had. But Bedard is a franchise-altering player and happens to play the position the Wild have the biggest hole in. So, Jess, now you're the GM. They, they called you. Kaprizov for Connor Bedard, that top overall pick in the draft. What do you say? Just straight up one for one, huh? Yeah. We're just going with the generational player for a kid who did not want to come to Minnesota. You're going to ruin Connor Bedard if you put him here, too. Just like they'll ruin him <laughs> in Chicago. Like, let's be honest. No, I probably don't. I mean, it's I love it. I think it'd be great. And he is. He is a generational player. But look at what happened to Connor McDavid, and he's in Edmonton, and it's just going to be a lot of similar factors here. You don't have anybody around him. It doesn't matter if you have this amazing player sometimes. They can't do it by themselves, so it's not going to help Minnesota any more than Kirill Kaprizov has already done. So I, I, that might be an unpopular opinion. I say, nah, probably just ride Kaprizov out, see what happens there. Not to mention Chicago ain't doing that deal at all. Right, they need right. to regroup, get their things all back together after uh, getting rid of their superstars uh, lacklusterly, if you will. I do it in a heartbeat. I do it before you can get, get Kaprizov's last name out of your mouth. <laughs> uh, Jess is right, though. Chicago would say no way. But, I mean, we're talking about, yeah, we're talking about a McDavid equal, I think. All things yeah. all things go well. I mean, Connor Bedard is going to be special you know just quickly back to jesse's point though you know the incredible thing how is mcdavid when he's with dry i don't understand how edmonton doesn't luck its way to a finals mm-hmm. usually it's goaltending That's this the best players. it's defense no you're right but i mean it was terrible i know but you would think just by accident with those two i mean yeah. dry is incredible so but yes i do that trade i think i i don't know i mean no Say it. Say it. Say what you're thinking. No, I don't do it. I don't yeah. do it. I don't do it. I, I I loathe getting in love with prospects and the idea. I mean, what Lafiniere is one of the worst the first I mean, that guy was supposed to be a savior for the Rangers. Now the Rangers are doing just fine without him. But uh but he's been one of the biggest first round pick busts uh, of of all time. I got to keep Kirill. And hell, maybe the Wild are so bad next year they're picking in the top 5 regardless. Uh so that could also be in play. So I I I can't do this. I, I don't think I can do it. I'm curious what the wild fan base's reaction would be because everybody does know what Connor Bedard is going to be. I mean, I, I don't think he's, you mentioned Lafreniere. That's a fantastic comparison, but I think he is. He's more along the McDavid, Sidney Crosby, Mechkin yeah. parallel, right? But yes. Yes. they love Kaprizov here obsessively. So yeah. I do wonder, like, could they shift? Would they be okay with that? Because you're right, Dex. Prospects, it's there's a very small group of people who just love and eat and want all of that talk about the same players over and over again. And others are probably like, I don't know, he did well for Canada. Cool. Sounds great. Like, you know, I think Kaprizov has won the fans here. I'd be curious to see their reaction to it. But Art's really, really special though, to yeah. To your point, Jess, he's way more along the lines of like McDavid and Crosby. Like, yeah, if this was just a really good first round pick, no way. Uh, but again, Chicago would not would not make that deal. That deal swap one for one would not be made. Partially because you you immediately get three years of team control of Bedard at cheap. So yeah, I I don't think the Blackhawks would 
I think the Blackhawks would say thank you. Thanks. Wait, but it would help out the salary cap situation for the Minnesota Wild. Then wouldn't it? Huh? Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's I oh, I would do that. that. I would if 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 the Blackhawks called me up. I honestly, hey, would you do? Would would you take the top overall pick for Carr? I'd be like, yes. <laughs> don't even say. Don't even say ill or Kaprizov. I would make that trade. I I think that trade would be. But I mean, this kid's going to be special. I fear the Blackhawks are going to do things right here, and I fear that the Blackhawks are going to get good fairly quickly. Probably not this next season, but I I could see it coming. I want. And I think Luke Richardson's a good coach. Mm-hmm. I yes yes the Ducks would be fun. Zegras and. Well, who who are they going to take it to? I've seen so this Russian kid that said he wants to play with Kaprizov, I think, and oh. there's some concern about taking him, but he's considered potentially the second best player. But Fantilli of Michigan is a just. I love that kid. I think you go Fantilli. I think it'd be silly not to. Really, silly I, not I'm to go fan. Fantilli. Silly not to go Fantilli. Start the slogan now, Anaheim's Ducks fans. Do it. And Declan's like, I hate prospects. Yeah, I hate them. Can't stand them. <laughs> no, nobody hates prospects like you. I, I can't you don't even stand have them. fun with the talk of prospects. No, I, I don't. I, I get just so. It's because of the twins. It's just probably because of the twins. I just, I get so We've sick of people just loving up on prospects that like one out of ten maybe hits their percentile, where the other seven never sniff the show, and the other two become serviceable journeymen. Like that's, I don't get it. I, I think there's so many other good things to pick a lane on, and prospects to me is not one of them. You got to watch World Junior Championships more. That's fine. No, oh, and God. I love college you hockey. Know? Oh, no, no, you mock me when I do that every year. I'm like, I'm so excited for I the world, it. and you mock me. You do get yeah. you you do get a little too hyped up for World Juniors. Yeah, I, I, I love, love I'm World with Juniors. You. I'm with you, Judd. That's my favorite. It's, it's TSN. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love their coverage. Sweden versus Eight Germany. Jersey. Yeah, I can't 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 wait. It sounds <laughs> awesome. It is awesome, and and it is my so it is my geeky. Uh, version personally of the NCAA basketball tournament. That's what I think of it as. It's just wall-to-wall hockey. It's great. And the talent is off the charts. Agreed. I love it. We'll get, we'll get them. We'll get them on our page eventually. Yeah. We'll see. All right, Joe, what else you got for us? Anything else? No, that's all I got. Okay. It's too reckless speculation trade. I I had aggressive speculations. I had questions, but so, uh, so last thing, Uh current, Prediction. I think I asked this last week, and I will ask it next show as well. But do you think the Wild makes a trade of substance at the draft, Jesse? You know, it's funny, and I hate like reading into it. As I mentioned, we spoke with Judd Brackett, who's the director of amateur scouting this morning. Great name, and it is such a good name, right? Great he's he's name. a cool guy. Two and D's, I think right? Actually, yes. I okay. think he's got to. Uh, <laughs> he's got to kind of have a good draft. Not to say he's had. Poor drafts, but I think he's got to kind of start knocking it out of the park a little bit. Um, but it didn't seem like they were too anxious. He knows that they're not going to be able to move up in the top three, not even the top five. They're looking at anywhere from 10 to, to the bottom 32. So I think interesting enough to me, he kept mentioning it that Billy G's talking about moving back. Now, as Vikings fans, I'm sure you hate to hear <laughs> that, but you're used to it. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they move back. I don't think they're going to do as big of a splash as I want them to. Mostly because I'm bored. Like, I couldn't even find my recorder today, you guys, to do the Judd Rocket interview because I've been out of commission for so long. Your kid stole it. Declan? Yeah, I would like to see him do something. Um, you know, and just like I just crapped on all these prospects. So, like, I'm watching all these names come across the board. I'm like, I don't know who 
you know, ninety percent of these guys are. So if you're going to make the trade for an established guy, i.e., Mark Shifley, I'm all excited about that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. So yes, I would love for them to do something, shake things up a little bit. I think a veteran goes. I think a veteran goes on at the draft. Okay, say it. I think they got they got to clear some space. Say yeah, say it as you just say said to us. Felino, maybe. Yeah, Felino, perhaps. Um, comes to mind. I, I also think that they will trade the rights to Dumba. Oh, that's good. Before he gets to walk? Yeah. Well, yeah, because they'll find a team that he can sign with, trade him there, you know, like, a, I don't know. Buffalo? Calgary? He's from there. Yeah, I'll play in Calgary. You can go play in Arizona. He doesn't like that. Yeah, go do Arizona. He's from, doesn't he, like, live in Phoenix during the offseason or something? He can go play yeah, in the I wouldn't yeah. trade any poor. I wouldn't trade any poor schlep to that <laughs> franchise. That franchise is so bleeped up. I, I hate that franchise. Get them out of there. They're poorly run. Like everything about them is just bush league. They're like an they're they're like the Kansas City Scouts, a team <laughs> in the seventies that finally moved to Colorado. They're just a complete joke. Like seriously, they can't do anything right. But anyway, if he wants to go there, that's fine, Matt. Yeah. For it. No, I but I get a draft pick for him. Yeah, and the third round right. would be nice. All right, before we go, I want to talk to you about throttle therapy. That's right, on land and on the water, and it all starts at the lodge. I'm talking about the power lodge. Look at that on the lake. Such a short time to be out there now, right? But when it's perfect, it's perfect, and there's nothing more perfect than getting a Bennington because those things are gorgeous. In fact, the uh, the town's newest new Bennington dealer, the power lodge, has locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud, pontoons and Stock all at the Power Lodge location, powerlodge.com and millermarine.com. Powerlodge.com and millermarine.com are the places to visit. All right, you guys, good stuff. Hit the subscribe button for uh, Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment. This is Judd's Hockey Show. Again, yeah, I want us to uh, answer any wild trade questions. Hit us up on the YouTube comment section. Hit us up on the Scornorth app. We'll gladly get to it. And pass, shoot, score.